Welcome to our next episode of the Five Moments of Need Performance Matters series. This is Bob Mosier, one of the many co-hosts you'll meet throughout this series. So friends, are you trying to learn more about the Five Moments of Need? Maybe how to design for them, implement for them, measure them and even sell them as an approach to your enterprise. Well, in the Performance Matters series, we will help you better understand the theory and best practices behind this powerful methodology and offer proven ways to put the five moments of need into practice. Okay, friends, this episode, we're going to talk about the infamous five moments of need as promised. And this is going to be a part of our Methodology Matters series. And we are fortunate enough today to have the man, the myth, the legend, the pioneer of the five moments, dear friend and colleague, and one of our co-hosts of the podcast series, which you'll be hearing more from, Dr. Conrad Gabrielson. Great to be here with you, Bob, and talking about the five moments. Big deal. Yeah. So in introducing you to our listeners, Con, let's go back and start kind of where this came from. Can you give us a story about how and where the five moments sort of helped you along and got to where it is today? Yeah. Well, as you know, I'm an old guy, so I've been around a long time. (laughs) In uh, 1984, I left graduate school and entered the real world of work. And that was an abrupt shift in my experience. I ended up with responsibility for three groups at Standard Oil. One of the groups was a help desk. Another group was the training arm. And then the third group were technical publications. And all three were separate. (laughs) They weren't integrated in any way. But as I started to work with those three teams, I asked the question, so collectively, what is it that we're about? And it became clear to me that our fundamental mission was to help people prepare for the moment of apply. To be able to, at that moment, be able to perform as effectively as they can and to support them in that. And as we started to unpack application, then it became clear to us that there was the moment of solve. That's what the help desk was doing. We had much in our technical publications that we had to be doing that. Of course, solve was oblivious to the training side, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but, But we began to train to solve train people in those skills. And then uh, (laughs) as technology picked up, we were a a super computing shop and uh, we had every kind of technology you could manage. But but then the technology started to change. Mm -hmm. And suddenly it became clear that that was a huge challenge. So the moments of apply, solve, and change became clear that that was important part of what we do. And at the same time, then we were looking at learning and it became obvious to us that that there was the learn new where people were learning. And, and I'd been prepared for that. Instructional design was all about learn new. But then I saw a dimension of learning that was unique, which was the dimension of learning more. And that is very different. Although today, most learning organizations treat them the same. Shouldn't, but they do. And we'll be exploring that. Yeah. In a future episode, the diff- the true difference between new and more. Yeah. So, Con, let me tell you a little bit about this, go a little deeper. So, the five moments, new, more, apply, solve, and change. Historically, as an industry, we love to separate what we call formal learning from informal learning, right? That's, those are words that go back in our industry forever. Clearly, apply, solve, and change, we group comfortably in the informal. New and more, again, groups comfortably in our world, in, in L&D, in the training side. Do they have to live separately? No, they don't. 
And that's the powerful insight is that they don't live separately. I can be in the workflow at the moment of apply and suddenly have the need to learn something new or learn more about something very focused, very tailored, but I need to learn new or more. All five moments exist in the workflow. We just treat them very differently, you know, in how we we see them, but it's all there. And the same is in the formal side of learning, what we call the formal side of learning. We need to be preparing people for apply, solve, and change, which changes the nature of that. So pretty revolutionary stuff. And in the L&D industry, even to this day, a really significant mind shift that we're going to take people through throughout this series, frankly. So, okay, so here's the reality, Con. I want to have people at least get out of this today is that like Kirkpatrick for me, I always use this reference when I was taught this through our work together, was that that was a very important pivotal time in my career because I'd struggled with measurement, right? And then this wonderful guy came along and put it in a construct that made sense to me. It was just overwhelming. Boil the ocean, as you like to say, right? And so the four levels, and then, of course, Phillips came along, gave me a way to, to have a conversation with those who I serve around measurement very differently. Great. Then after you have that wonderful conversation, as many people do about the five moments, to our buyers or those who we serve, the five moments make such natural sense. The next quick thing people are going to get is, okay, well, my gosh, build that. You know, that's, that. yeah, we don't, new and more, I get it. So here's our question, Kai. Again, we'll go into much deeper in, in later series, but at least for today, relative to the five moments, what would you recommend to our listeners to do next? What, what are some fundamental things they need to think about or, or maybe even start to do differently? Well, what changed my world of instructional design and building learning solutions was to realize that it's all about the moment of apply. And so shifting my mindset to that, to performance, from learning to performance changes everything because it changes how I go about designing. It changes the very nature of the solution. And so the first step in this journey is to shift your mindset. I don't build a learning solution. I build a performance solution Hmm. that may have learning in it, but I'm all about that moment of apply. That's my target. That's what I'm headed for. And if you have that, it changes everything that we do. So right up front, first and foremost, you got to check your mindset and shift away from, I'm about building a learning solution. I'm about learning and move that to performance. So give me some, we're going to go again, deeper into all of these, but give me like what those things are. What are we building? Give me a couple of deliverables. Well, we, we begin by building performance support. The whole discipline of performance support is providing just what you need at the moment of need to be able to get the job done. That's the starting point. That's the first deliverable. And that can be as simple as a set of job aids all the way to what Glory Geary called an EPSS, which we'll talk more about, an embedded performance support solution. But there's a range and we have to, in our industry, understand that range and systematically know what belongs where? Where? When? Perfect. Yeah, and then it always it always amazes me, Con, when we show an EPSS, for example, which again we'll talk more about, uh, to designers, and then we ask a simple question: If you had built this first, how would your training that you designed be different? And the looks on their faces are blown away, because when they see this remarkable thing and think, "My gosh, if I had built that first before I ever put pencil to paper for training, and I knew I had that in class to teach with or through." 
that in itself, before you even get to the design part of it, you can tell in their thinking dramatically changes the way they look at it. Yeah, and that brings us to a third very important shift that we need to make, and that is be willing to adapt and to adjust what we do in training based upon the performance support solution that we built. If we'll just do that, our mindset, performance support, and then altering and adjusting our training, we can change the world. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. So I, I, I kind of have some starting points here. And again, we'll go way deeper into each of these in, in future episodes. One of my favorite things to ask, and we have many folks who will be on this uh, series who have done this. We're going to do a whole Results Matters series of folks that are out there doing things. One of my favorite things to ask them in an interview when we do is say, look, if you could look back at yourself today before you started, what three things would you tell yourself or just warn yourself about doing differently? The, the infamous mistakes, right? Give us a couple that you think that people have to be careful of in this journey as they're starting out. Well, speaking from experience, don't try to boil the ocean. If you go in and try to change the entire organization and shift everything all at once, boiling the ocean, you'll fail. The key is to move in and to make this shift one project at a time, you know, and find a meaningful project, one that's isn't going to put you in jeopardy, but build and solve for the five moments with that solution. And then from there, begin to build out. So don't boil the ocean. Just jump in. Start doing some things. Make a difference. Have impact. Mm. And then let it grow in a systematic, mindful way. You know, the danger of the five moments, candidly, kind in some ways, is that it could do so much. Right. I remember leaving a meeting early on in my in my world of this when I was you know trying to sell this almost 10 years ago. And we had a room of business folks, not learning people. And we did the pitch. They saw the five moments and, and we filled a whiteboard with projects. Guess how many of those we did? Yeah. None of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it, 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 the five moments and performance support can really revolutionize so many of our deliverables. But to your point, the danger is dipping your toe in and starting in an effective and, and almost, to use the word, a strategic way. Yeah. Well, making the shift requires you creating an organizational will to change, which is no small thing. And so you've got to continuously feed that will. And you do that by having a project that actually delivers value, that makes a difference, where people go, this is better than anything I've ever experienced. And when that happens, and you keep having those successes, then you shift. A second mistake that organizations make is that they, they don't change how they go about building training. They still build training and then performance support's an add-on. Mm. Yeah, let's do that performance support. We probably ought to have some job aids. That's, as we talked about earlier in this cast, that's the wrong way. You start at the moment of apply, you solve for the moment of apply, and then change and solve, and then you move into training. And finally, organizations, as they move into this, forget at times that this helps us re-engineer and reposition learning in a very powerful way. That is, when we build a performance support, a five-moment solution, then we also need to pay attention to the moments of learn new and learn more and take advantage of that and actually be willing to adjust and to alter and optimize what we do in the formal learning side. If we do all of that, 
then what we end up with is the footprint of effort that we're spending right now to satisfy the needs of learn new and maybe learn more. That same footprint of effort lets us build a complete learning solution that accommodates all five moments. And to that point, in our next series, we talk about what we call train, transfer, sustain. Yeah. Really important way of taking five moments even deeper. Khan, thank you for your contribution, for all you've done for us in this industry, for taking time on this this podcast, and we look forward to more. Well, that's it for this episode of the Five Moments of Need Performance Matters series. We look forward to future conversations around how to best put the five moments of need into practice. We welcome your feedback and can be reached on Twitter using my Twitter handle, at B-M-O-S-H, as well as our Five Moments of Need website, which is www.the5momentsofneed.com. We hope you're finding these helpful and will subscribe to future episodes. Have a great day, friends.